0: Do our clients know what they want? Do our brides know what they want? This is a long-standing question that a lot of people in whatever business community you are, eventually it's something that you have to deal with. So if you are in the wedding space like I am, sometimes after speaking to the client and delivering and getting into arguments over what was delivered, what should have been delivered, and what the ideal vision was, Sometimes one is left to wonder, do these people even know what it is that they want in the first place? Once I had to work alongside Solange. She's a, um, I'm not sure what the term is, she has a hairstylist in Abuja, does a really good job. And we happened to be working with this uh, bride who turned out to be a challenge, let me put it that way. Anyway, at some point, while they were going over the bridal hair, I just found it quite amusing that the bride would complain about one thing and then complain about another thing. And the bride was exasperated. And eventually she said, Look, this is not what we discussed. This is not what I wanted you to do. And then she whipped out her phone, presented it to Solange and said, this is what I want you to do and then Solange said I know that that is what you want that is one of my hairstyles I am the one who made the hairstyle on this bride it was on so 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 and so day this and this and this is her name so I know the hairstyle the photo you're showing me is my job and I'm doing exactly what I did then that I'm doing to you now so I'm a professional, you have me to do this, just trust me and let me do my job. Now, I found that whole exchange quite interesting. And a couple of people, because there was a whole team there, the wedding planner had, um, uh, what are they called? You know, assistants who help out with the um, dress and with different things on the day. And some people found it um, amusing. And somebody, casually commented of course not to the hearing of the bride that you know this girl doesn't even know what it is that she wants so yeah that's a wedding scenario but i'm sure that no matter the business that you're involved in if you happen to be one of those uh, people who's not into the wedding industry but you do listen to this podcast because you find that we talk about useful stuff here and for folks like you who are um, non-wedding industry people I'd like to say welcome on board, thank you very much for listening. I appreciate uh the attention and the support and the feedback when you do when you guys do reach out eventually. So, bottom line, uh whatever industry you're involved in, you're going to have to ask yourselves, you'll be there are times when um you'll be at your wit's end and you'll wonder, do these customers even know what it is that they want in the first place? So if it has happened to you. Rest assured, it happens to us all. It happens to pretty much um, everyone. So, do they know what they want? Do the customer know what they want? It depends. The answer is kind of twofold. On one sense, whoever it is that you're dealing with, uh, whether it's a bride or some other commercial context, let's say you sell insurance, on some level, they have an idea of what it is that they want. So, if the guy approaches you you're the insurance person he wants to buy life insurance on some level he knows what he wants he wants life insurance in case something goes all right and you know he dies he wants to make sure that the kids are well um, taken care of and of course the bride approaches you she wants that fancy um glamorous hairstyle that she's seen here so on some level yes they know what it is that they want but it is up to us as sales professionals and I hope by now I've convinced most of you guys that it doesn't matter what you do whether you're in the banking industry uh, whether you're in the wedding industry no matter what it is we are all sales professionals because we are trying to understand what it is that people need and we're trying to deliver on that need and on that promise and we're trying to make a viable return out of the whole situation so we are all sales professionals so we have to take the initiative to dig below the surface level and get to the root of what it is that they actually want and that's why all those conversation prompts that we explored a couple of recordings ago i think three or four recordings back that's the reason why all those conversation prompts are absolutely essential so the person wants to buy life insurance you don't just say okay life insurance no problem these are the packages, and the packages are, you know, 1.5, 2.5, 3.5, depending on whether you're 60, 75, or 25, or whatever. You don't just go straight into presentation mode. You actually need to find a, ask a couple of questions, find out what the root problem is, and then you'll be able to know how you're going to address it. So if the person says, I'm a 45-year-old, uh, kids are in uni, um, my own, my primary concern is, Making sure that their education is finished and that they each have a lump sum of maybe one million each, you know, to start off life, if anything, you know, what to happen. I mean, these are actually um, details uh, that would be relevant and things that would come in handy in deciding what kind of policy it is that you give this fellow. So if you just run on the whole uh, notion that. Um, He said he needs life insurance and then you just made a presentation and you let him pick the cheapest alternative. There might be a quarrel at the end of the day because as time goes on with the premiums or maybe he has looked at the paperwork, he finds out that, yes, he bought life insurance, but it's not suitable to achieve the ends that he wanted it for. And these are the kind of things that cause disappointments and uh, quarrels, no matter the industry that you are in. So it's the same thing. The person says they need wedding photography services. You need to ask a couple of questions. You need to ask some questions. Um, what photo on my Instagram handle brought you here, or are you just looking for, um, or are you just looking for the cheapest price? You know, launch straight in, start that conversation. If you're a documentary kind of person, but you're beginning to get the sense that uh, she's looking for a much more idealized. Uh, coverage of the wedding day. is something that you need to bring up and need to ask more questions. Now, look, you're here with me. We're talking. We seem to be vibing. But a lot of these images that you're showing me are this kind of style, you know, but I am more of this kind of style. Am I missing something? You need to ask those questions. You need to go beyond the surface level of what it is that they say uh, that they want. I can't go into too much details about what kind of questions would be appropriate. That would some that would have to be something that we um, address on a should I say sector by sector basis. So the suitable questions for a wedding photographer might be slightly different from the suitable questions that a wedding planner would have to ask, or a cake artist, um, or an MC. Well oh, in fact that m c thing that's that is a brilliant example in this case. Because when I was getting married the m c that we had was um so excuse me i still have the sniffles um so the uh m c that we used was a uh, george will um i can't remember what his business name is well this was a long time ago anyway, so he uh, took me and patients out, you know, we sat down and we had the conversation. So said, so, okay, you need a wedding MC and we've discussed money and all that. And yes, you guys can afford, but I need to know upfront. When you say you want an MC, what exactly are you guys looking for? And we had the whole conversation that this is an MC, this is a comedian. He did a bit of education for us. Um, he educated us uh, a little bit about the whole space. So this is an MC, this is what a master of ceremony does. This is what a comedian does. Are you looking for a more of a hybrid thing? What are the plans you have for the wedding day? What is the entertainment supposed to be like? You know, Stuff like that. So he asked lots and lots of questions to be sure that he understood exactly what it is that we were looking for. So it wasn't just a matter of, hey, what's up? You're George Will, right? I got your number from so-so and so. We need an MC. Um, okay, this is the amount, uh, let me transfer to your account. You know, It wasn't that simple. Now, George was a um, slightly more older guy than um, I am. And so it's understandable that being in business for a while, whether he has had sales training or not, I have no idea. But I guess there's some things that you pick up after you've been in business for a while. And so he knew that it's absolutely important that you get to the root of what it is that the customers want. You don't just take the surface of what they say and assume that that is the end of the matter. For those of us in the wedding space, we need to ask questions and we really need to drill down so we get to the vision, the ultimate vision that they have for the day. And so uh, George Will's case is a very good example. So yeah, he took the money, but he had the conversation and it was clear that if it turned out that we're looking for something else, that we're looking for a comedian for the day, it was perfectly clear that he was going to transfer uh, the money back to us. And um, and that's a very practical thing to do because there's no point collecting the money as an MC knowing that you are more of a master of ceremony or you're a hybrid person. But you're not 100% comedian and the couple actually needs a comedian. So until we learn to ask these um, questions, qualification questions and discovery questions... We're always going to end up in those scenarios where we say, ah, this bride self, she doesn't know what she wants. She's unserious. And the usual thing that uh, Abuja people uh, say. I'm assuming that the case might be the same for you Lagos folks or Port Harcourt folks or wherever it is that you're listening uh, listening in from. Um, so before I round off, uh, just the definition of those technical terms. Again, for those of you who happen to be listening for the first time, when we say discovery, uh on this podcast, sorry, not discovery, uh qualification. When we say qualification on this podcast and in most sales circles, when they say qualification, what they mean are it's a process where you ask questions because you're trying to get to the root of who am I talking to? Uh, what is it that they want? What's the problem they're trying to solve? What is the ideal uh vision uh for the day? Is it something that i can execute on and is it something i'm going to be able to execute on with enough margin so that i have a healthy profit at the end of the day so those are qualification questions now discovery is kind of similar but the thing is with discovery questions you take it that next step forward you figure out what the problem is but you now ask these questions to probe in so that the customer realizes that they have a problem or realizes that they do not indeed have a problem And I've given an example where I was dealing with the expat couple who needed a wedding photographer. Uh, This was during the uh, COVID period. And we're talking about wedding photography. And uh, my guy, my video guy, Shagun, you know, he kind of caught the drift earlier and said, look, these people are not serious. And he just shanked them. But I decided to take it one step further and, you know, ask the probing question that, Look, from what we've been saying so far, it looks like you guys are not really interested in having media coverage for the day. And the bride, after some hesitation, you know, she just came right on and said, you know, well, yeah, actually, we've been considering just using mobile phones. And so it's something that I had to uh, dig in on discovery questions like mobile phones. Really? Okay. You guys have this and this and this planned for the day and that and that and that. How is that going to work? The, who is going to be taking the photos um are you sure that it's adequately uh, going to be able to capture the uh the mood of the day especially since you guys have all these sophisticated things that you guys are working on all these really nice stuff and i went into discovery mode digging in to whether there is a problem in the first place and trying to get them to understand the implications of what it is that they were considering uh, look if it's going to be mobile phone photography. These and these, and these are the limitations. This is what you can expect, and these are the unpractical or rather the practical realities about just limiting yourself to mobile phone photos at the end of the day. So I went into discovery mode and it became clear at the end of the day that they didn't understand um the they they let me just put it this way they were thinking clearly about the whole thing. And I kept in touch with them later on, and um that is actually what they did mobile phone photos and in my own opinion, I think it was quite a shame because the whole thing that they did uh with the Ankara theme and all of that everything came together I think quite nicely, and I would have been a wonderful wedding to photograph. Let me just put it that way. They had some really nice afrocentric ideas a nice afrocentric touch that they uh brought to the whole wedding so it would have been beautiful to photograph it but yeah that's one of those um instances where i went into uh, full discovery mode and really there was not a problem there now that's also another this also shows another kind of instance why these kinds of skills and these kinds of um questions are important so you have my guy Shegun who kind of got wind of the whole situation but he didn't bother. He just fashied the whole thing, and then he uh moved on. But for most of us, we would find it a whole lot more useful if we learn how to ask questions to qualify and then to probe deep to discover the problem and to make the problem apparent to the client, so that we don't um so that we don't waste time, and also so that if the clients have not been thinking consciously about it because the thing is clients know what they want kind of on a conscious level, but it's not very deep. Subconsciously, there are a couple of things underneath, and that's the whole point of all these questions. So if it turned out that they had just thrown the idea out there, mobile phone photography, because they're trying to save costs, but in the process of asking these discovery questions, subconsciously, we now now get to the more subconscious issues, and then they realize, that mobile phone photography, yes, saving costs, but it's not going to be able to capture the uh, the essence and the mood of everything we have planned to bring it to the forefront that if, they, if we go ahead with this, we're going to lose out on this and this and this and this, and this other aspect of the wedding. It's something that, depending on the couple, is something that could turn the decision um, around in your favor. Assuming there's that deep um, subconscious need. Anyway, I've been rambling on for too long. We've gone past the 10-minute mark. So in summary, do brides know what they want? Do customers know what they want? Yes, they know what they want on an unconscious level. There are some other things bubbling beneath the surface. So you now have to ask the questions that will make this need, make these fears, make these visions, make these desires become conscious and then come all the way up to the surface and it's going to make the decision-making process a whole lot easier so the next time you sit down with the clients it's not as simple as uh, we want an MC, and then you say okay my price is uh, 500k and then they give you the 500k and then you say thank you very much and then that's it so yes collect the 500k but either before you collect the 500k or after you collect the 500k sit down with the client that okay thanks you guys have uh, paid me uh you want an M C but there are a couple of questions that uh I need to ask you. What exactly are you looking for? What are the plans that you have for uh the wedding? What does the entertainment look like? Who is going to be in the crowd? Do you need uh an MC, MC is more like uh B C or Lati Law, you know, more sophisticated, much more polished, uh, you know, to ginger the um to ginger the uh, elite in the midst and stuff like that. Why are you looking for something that is much more fun, much more engaging? Do you want an MC, uh, sorry, a comedian, or are we looking at some hybrid uh, kind of thing? So those are the questions I need to ask. As an MC, as a wedding photographer, as a videographer, as a hairstylist, as a wedding planner, ask questions, get down to the root of it, so that we try and reduce those scenarios where we walk away thinking, what is wrong with this bride? She doesn't even know what she wants. We are the professionals. We are the ones who have to take the alternative and make life easier for our customers and make it easier for ourselves as well. So thank you very much for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. I'll catch you guys at the next recording.